We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, baseball fans. The game is over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights. And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back. Grown man home run by Rowdy Telez. And the Brewers have the lead. We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office. I like Tim's perspective. History is made each and every year. And we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host, Tim Allen. It is a final from American Family Field, and the results are good. A Brewers 5-3 victory to take game one of this two-game set against the Tampa Rays. And welcome in, everybody. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show. Tim Allen, Sam Schmitz is here. We're here in the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. And this is a little microcosm of what you could see down the stretch. This was a good ball game. And I think you're going to hear that uh, uh, portrayed by uh, Craig Council coming up in just a little while. And all three phases of the game, you had good pitching, you had good defense, you had good hitting, a lot of traffic on the base pass. This is a little bit better look than, uh, you know, the last week or so. And this ought, to be, this ought to make you a little bit more encouraged about the uh, stretch drive here in the 2022 championship season. And, well, don't look now. They're right in the ship. They're 2-2 two and two in their last four. <laughs> just, just, I'm just saying they're 2-2 two and two in their last four. They're 59-50 and 50 with the victory, nine games over 500. And with a uh, Cardinal loss tonight, I doubt they're going to come back and win that game. They were down 10 mid-game, so the Brewers would be one game back of front-running St. Louis in the NL Central. So again, this this is more of a look of a good baseball team tonight. It is, and it, and it begs the question, uh, where, would your, where are your high hopes uh, here for the crew in 2022? And, and I, you know, with now 53 games left, left, as we've been discussing here the last few days, that's a lot of baseball, and that's a lot of baseball to uh, afford the luxury of riding a ship. And they did it tonight, 30,000-plus at American Family Field to get this uh, victory was Freddie Peralta. Uh, he pitched outstanding tonight. It's a little something that you're going to get down the stretch that a lot of people didn't think it would really come back to fruition with a 1-2-3 punch at the front end of the rotation. And that's Burns, Woody, and, and Freddie going 1-2-3, and Freddie is a dynamite pitcher. He is, guys. And so this is a little bit more of what you're going to see uh, down the stretch here, in my estimation. And I still reserve some hope and some high hopes for this ball club. You know, somebody asked me this morning in a uh, conversation with Bart Winkler about well, I, you think these guys are going to stack up in a game against in the postseason against these guys? Yeah, I think they will. I think I absolutely do, because those other guys, and I'm not going to I'm not going to waver from this. the The other guys, I don't care who it is: Padres, Dodgers, Braves, Mets, whoever it might, Phillies, I don't Cardinals, whoever it might be. They've got to face Burns, Woody, and Peralta, and. You know, for the most part, you're going to be in those games. And when you play a game like tonight, this shows you. And the Rays are not a bad team. They came in with a pretty much identical record as the Milwaukee Brewers. You know, you, you took care of business. You look good doing it. And I think that's, what, that's all you could ask for in the return off the off day yesterday. I don't know if, you know, I doubt it, but I haven't heard anything about it. But 
uh, to me, it, it warrants discussion that someone needed to step up and say, get over it. Josh is gone. You know, the other thing to think about is when, when you have players in a clubhouse, you know, crying the blues over losing a player and Josh Hader, and I, I, I get that and I can appreciate that. What kind of message does, does that send to guys like Taylor Rogers and Matt Bush? It doesn't sound too welcoming, you know, when, when you're just, you know, mourning the loss of Josh Hader. And, and now you see Matt Bush in there. Uh, this, is, this is sort of the quality of the bullpen, and I think it is still a quality bullpen. And I still reserve some high hopes to get on a run here. It might be the start of it. I don't know. It's one game. I get it. But you're going back at the series sweep tomorrow with Brandon Woodruff on the mound, one of the hottest pitchers in all of baseball. Guy's on an absolute roll. And so you're going to have a good chance tomorrow afternoon to take this series and sweep the two-game set. They're 3-0 and now against the Tampa Rays this season. Uh, 414-677-1250. Want to get your reaction here as uh, you guys start coming out of American Family Field. Did the high hopes throughout the season, not talking about the hater deal, but that's part of it, if if your hopes were dwindling and you know weaning and, and you were just yeah, down in the dumps uh, about Brewers baseball, is, is it all gone? I just want to test the, the hope level of Brewer fans here. And we threw it out there on Twitter as well. I just want to see where the hope is. And I think, you know, in a lot of seasons for a lot of teams, that's what people want is hope. You know, you, you look at a team like the Nationals. You look at a team like the Cubs. You look at teams like the Pirates and, and Reds. In terms of this season, there's just literally no hope in terms of making making the playoffs or a deep run or a World Series or wherever you had uh, benchmarked the uh, barometer of hope measurement, if you will. But where are there still some high hopes for you, at least some high hopes for you as a Brewer fan moving forward? There are for me. I think the offense has been okay. Despite everything we've discussed throughout the season, despite everything you've seen throughout the season, the offense is okay. It's not a horrible offense. Could it be better? Yes. Should it be better? In my estimation, yes. I think they'd tell you that too. But the the pitching, I mean, that to me is where this is at. And that to me is the reason why I still maintain some high hopes for this team. And what does that mean, though? High hopes to win a World Series, high hopes to get into the playoffs, high hopes to win the division, high hopes to, you know, have a, have a deeper run, et cetera. Yeah, 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 all that. I, I, I'm serious. I think they can match up against good teams. We're going to find that out down the stretch here. We're also going to find out if Craig Council has this magic late-season wand that he can wave, which he has just about every season. There's been a couple of bumps here in the the seven-plus years. But just about every season, they've been closers. Does that account for any hope down the stretch here? It just requires one hot streak. You think the the, uh, St. Louis Cardinals were going to go 54-0 down the stretch here? Of course not couple of games over 500 maybe maybe not they got smoked tonight against the Rockies so it's a game like this that that you see really good defense I see I think you see a collective unit that maybe has you know I guess processed and digested you know some bad baseball for the week for whatever reasons if it was the hater trade, fine. If it wasn't, uh, and, and it was a bad week of baseball, fine. But at some point, they were going to play better baseball. And all hope shouldn't be lost on this team. We had a just an amazing conversation with Bart Winkler this morning. And that's what you get on Bart's show. You get some really good conversation. And to just bail on this team, I don't think, I, I just, I don't, I don't understand it. I'm not saying it's wrong. You, you say what you want. You think what you want about this team. But I can say this from my perspective. I don't get it. 
with 54 games left, you had 108 games heading into tonight. In the bank, now 109 games. You're going to tell me all of that proved to you that the hopes are crushed? Some of it might, but not all of it. Sam, we've seen some good baseball this year. Yeah, and we're still... From these same guys. I still think we have yet to see the best of this team, though, still. I think we did see a stretch there for a while just after the break, and then there was an earlier stretch in May that we did see some pretty good baseball from a pretty good baseball team. And so we know what's in them, and it's the same cast of characters. It's the same guys. They didn't revamp this this entire roster. It's the same guys. That, to me, uh, again, is is another reason why I reserved still some hope. And that t- also, when you really think about it, is is what you want. I mean, it's what I want with any of my favorite teams. It's what I want with my fantasy football team. It's what I want with my kids' baseball teams over the years. Just hope that it, it isn't crushed to the point where you're going through the motions. This team is far better than going through the motions here to finish up the string this year. Far better. And I don't see where all the negativity came from. I know it's some bad baseball. I get that. I even get a little flustered and worked up and amped up a little bit. But the bigger picture is there was two-thirds of a season that did show you some good baseball from these same guys. You know it's in them. I hope they get on an absolute torrid run. Not horrid. And, and it turns people back on to Brewers baseball a little bit. I mean, because that, that, I think, is going to happen. They'll get on a run. They'll be back in first place. This is going to go back and forth. I, I didn't doubt that at all from the uh, start of the season. Wasn't going to be boxed a wire in the NL Central. But then you, you dropped. You were 14 games over 500 in early June. Uh, you, you know, that dissipated a little bit. I think you dropped down to seven, might have been six over 500. You worked your way back up to nine games over 500. You were then shouting distance of getting back to your high water mark on a little bit of a run here. If you can, if, and again, I'm, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it, if, uh, they get on a little bit of a run. And when that happens, we're all going to look back and say, yeah, that was, man, that was a rough patch. But we're still going to go to games. We're still going to say, hey, man, this, I think we are. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we are. There's 30,000 people in that park tonight that I think believe the same thing. Is it just going to see a movie now at this point for a lot of Brewers fans? Is it, is it just uh, the Dunn Club? Is that where we're at now? That's where some people are at. Sam, you got a friend in the Dunn Club? I don't have a certain friend in particular, but uh, I'm looking at our question on Twitter right now. We asked you guys, Tim Allen wants to know on the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball post game show, and you can call in 414-677-1250. Do you still have high hopes for the Brewers in 2022? And um, so far we got a couple of responses, and some of them are still in the Dunn Club, believe it or not, Tim. No, and, and I get that. I mean, they, they can think the way they want, but I, I just, I'm just i just here to point out uh, in certain uh, respects that there was a lot of good baseball this year. A lot of good baseball this year. It wasn't all crappy baseball. And don't let anybody tell you any different. That this was a crappy team and they're not going to do anything. And then they see, we I told you and this was no, they're nine games over 500. You don't get there by being a crappy baseball team. And they have a chance with 53 games left to absolutely determine their fate. And will they determine their fate in a bad way? Maybe they will. I don't know. Come September 24th or something like that, you, you might be sitting there, see, Tim, you, 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 you uh, said you had some high hopes for the crew in 22's championship season, and look what they did to you. Well, okay, that, that might happen. I don't know. But I do know this, that I can project a little bit based on what we've seen so far. The bigger the sample size, the more accurate your assessment can be. 
And that's how we judge baseball is in bigger sample sizes, right? So that bigger sample size has, again, has not been all horrible. There's been some really good baseball, like tonight's game. They, uh, they put up five runs. They pitched well. Their bullpen, pretty interesting. Matt Bush in. And you guys are going to like this guy. He's having a great year. Uh, he gets the save. You had Hobie Milner in there who got, got uh, dinged a little bit, but the defense bailed him out, which potentially could have been a crooked number inning there. That was a huge play to nail Siri at third after an RBI double. And then he's standing there with, with one out. If he's safe, he's standing there with one out, one in, and, a, and, a, and that base runner at third base. You get Trevor God coming out of the pen, a scoreless frame. Boxberger did his job. You've got Williams and Rogers rested for tomorrow behind Brandon Woodruff. Those, that, see, that's the way I look at this team at this point. And when you're coming off a bad patch, a bad stretch, you got to break it down to let's just win each inning or let's just win this half game or let's just win this one game and not try and you know, make up for a one-and-five uh, stint against the uh, Pirates and Reds. You can't do it all in one night, so let's just focus on this one. And this was a good one. It really was. 414-677-1250 as the Brewers get the uh, victory. Uh, 5-3 final. They go to 59-50, and 50, and uh, I, I would say uh, their offense, their pitching, and their defense was exceptional tonight. And the high hopes that I have still continues in the 22 championship season. It's going to take a little bit more than going 1-5 and five in a span of a bad week of baseball for me to say, hey, yeah, they're done. Yep, I'm going I'm to turn the page. It's all over. High hopes for you, Sam, before we get to the break? It kind of depends on what we're talking about, high hopes, as far as the winning the World Series. That's a whole other conversation. But getting into the playoffs, I mean, look, as, as crucial as I've been about the Brewers this past couple weeks, even yesterday we kind of talked about we, we brought up the confidence meter again on the afternoon show, and I still even said, now getting to the playoffs, yeah, I think they're a playoff team. Whether they win the NL Central or wild card, I still think they're getting in. But, you know, winning the World Series, that's a whole other conversation. But high hopes, I mean, just if, if we're just talking about getting in the playoffs, yes. Well, not, not only just getting in the playoffs. For me, I think it's a little bit more. It's maybe one step further for me. It's still going on that deep run. And that's where I'm at. It's still going on a deep run because they've got the studs at the front end of the rotation to get that done. And Freddie Peralta is a huge acquisition right in the middle of all of this. So you can, it's, it's, easy, to, it's easy to complain about things, and I'm with you there. I'm not pleased about certain things that are going on, but the overall season is still the 22 championship season until otherwise. It's the only way that this team should look at it. Fans can look at it a little bit differently. They have to look at it as we're going to the World Series. They have to. I know it sounds funny. But it, 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 it defies this realistic word. You're not being realistic. You're not going to go up against the Yankees and expect to win. You're not going to go up against the Dodgers and expect to beat them. You're not going to go up against, why not? It's the only way to look at it. Yeah, we will. Yeah, you can. Yes, we can. That's the way they have to look at it. It's the only way to look at it. You, you think that they lowered their bar because Josh Hader left? You think that team in that clubhouse lowered their bar? I doubt it. <laughs> if, if they did, there, there should be changes made then. All right, we'll take a break, get you a game recap. If you want to join us, 414-677-1250. Gene Wagner, Plumbing Post Game Show. Brewers take game one of this two-game set over the Rays. And if you're going to right the ship, you play this kind of baseball. You can't win five games in one night. But you play this kind of baseball, you're going to win most games. Good offense, good defense, great pitching. It's a nice win for the Brewers. We'll be right back here on The Fan. We 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. What play got you the most excited from today's game? Did it get you up off the couch? It's time for the call of the game. Presented by the 5 O'Clock Steakhouse. 5 O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network. Now featuring home grill kits to go. Visit them at 5oClockSteakhouse.com. Five-three final. Brewers take Game One of this two-game set against the Tampa Rays, and see, they're a good baseball team. At least they were tonight, weren't they? That should uh, show show you a little bit of hope uh, that if they can do this and, and play on, you know, on par with some of the good stretches uh, earlier this season, that yeah, there should be some still maintained high hopes here uh, for the Milwaukee Brewers' twenty-two championship season. In fact. I want to go back and uh, get to uh, some of your predictions at the beginning. And, oh, man, how times have changed. Wow. So stick around. I mean, it's it's you guys that called this show uh, the first week of the 22 championship season here. And just to hear where the hopes were at that point compared to how a lot of Brewers fans are feeling at this point, quite fascinating. It really is. And I was right there during all of this uh, through the rocky road and the roller coaster uh, that we've been going through here, but that's all part of a season. And I'm not saying I won't lose my mind again this year, as it could very well happen. But uh, point being, this is a good game. They played a very solid game. Pitching, offense, defense, everything was rock solid. And, and Again, not to sound like a broker, broken uh, Craig Council record, you play good baseball like this, you're going to win a f- big part of your games. You just are. That, that's, that's the way it is. And they played really good baseball tonight. It was, a, uh, it was uh, quite impressive to see tonight. And American Family Field had some, some rocking fans again. That was impressive as well. Over 30,000 on a Tuesday night against the Tampa Rays, that's, that's, that's uh, actually pretty cool. Call of the game with 5 O'Clock Steakhouse, uh, 5oClockSteakhouse.com. Just cruise the Internet uh, and log on to 5oClockSteakhouse.com and just take a look. Just take a look. Take a gander. Give it a try um, if you want to do something a little bit different. But uh, I would go to the second inning in our call of the game here, and that would be, you know, Lorenzo Cain always said not today and, and would do – uh, the home run robbing grabs and, and sparkling defense. But Tyrone Taylor got a little taste of that in the second tonight. Velocity, it frees him up to really go to any pitch after that. So he was happy with how he was able to execute it. Now this one for Tyrone Taylor. He brought it back. Went up and over the wall. And he takes a home run away from David Peralta, who tips his cap to Tyrone. Uh, just a perfectly timed lead by Taylor. That ball would have been out of the ballpark. Outstanding job by Taylor. Yeah, there it is on Bally Sports Wisconsin. T-Bone with the uh, not today type of catch. Uh, and that was in the second inning of tonight's ball game. A 5-3 victory. And, you know, to, to, to maintain some high hopes is uh, – 
I think it's 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 perspective with each fan. And I've done a well, I've I've really attempted to not, you know, frown on someone that doesn't look at a baseball team like I do. You look at it the way you look at it. And it varies. It's pretty amazing the the division of a Brewers fan base. And again, I'm I'm amazed by how it got here and it's just just divided almost. <laughs> it's, it's really really quite interesting. Usually we all kind of generally speaking kind of a, a mass in the in the same opinion sort of we're, we're just sort of generally speaking in the same area at least. Oh no. Not now. This is right down the middle. You're either over there or over there. Funny how that works in today's world. Almost like a political thing. You're either over there or over there. I would prefer we don't do that with Brewers baseball, but I won't judge you for not thinking the way you want about about Brewers baseball. I, in particular, have high hopes because of sample size. 109 games in the books now. And a lot of good baseball was played within that 109 games. You don't get to nine games over 500 this this part of the season. That's a chunk of games, guys. And everyone, you know, you look at the, the war stat, wins above replacement, and you say, well, well, it's only at two and a half. It's only two and a half wins. Or someone's at four. You say four. Well, it's just, you know, you play 162, it's only four. That's... Four, five, six games in baseball is a good chunk. It is. Regardless of the 162, it kind of is. All right, uh, 414-677-1250. Of course, we have the new number there, 677-1250. I think we're all getting used to that by now. I will play that montage of calls and predictions that you made at the beginning of the year uh, in just a bit, but... uh, Let's get to some reaction, a 5-3 victory. Uh, Vincent, our buddy in Anaheim on the Odyssey app. So where's the high hope barometer for you there in California? Hey, for me, man, like I said, I, I ride to the wheels fall out. I still believe they're going to make it to the playoffs, period. I mean, I even said back in April, I said 89 wins, and I said we'll drop at the baddest time of the year. We'll maybe drop to third place, but we'll run. And we haven't even dropped. We only dropped to second place, far as yep. I remember. You know what I mean? And we still end it neck to neck with the Cardinals. This is losing streak. It hurts. It sucks. You know what I mean? Because then we have to ask all these questions. Like, what do they believe in us? What does the front office mm-hmm. think? Why did they make this trade? At the end of the day, <laughs> imagine if we had Josh Hader and we went through that skid. What would we be saying then? You know what I mean? It can happen, but it ain't over, man. This ain't August. This, ain't, this is not late September. Now, if it was late September, I'll still keep hopes up. Because at the end of the day, until I'm mathematically eliminated, you know what I mean? I'm not dumb or blind either. Come on now, but you still got hope. And this team is a great team, man. This team is a good team. I get it. You ain't got no big names, and your big-name guy is not producing like a big-name guy should do, but he's doing what he has to do. He's on the field, right? He's being available. So, at the end of the day, baby, we just got to go to the wheels fall off, man. We get into the playoffs, man. I wanted, I still want to believe we're going to take the division. We can go back and forth with the Cardinals like a big heavyweight well, and, fight, man. And, go and back and forth. Vincent, yeah, you, you said it. You said it there, and I'm going to agree with you on – they're a good baseball team. I mean, they are. I, you can't tell me that this team is a bad baseball team. Can they look yeah, bad want, at times? So can everybody. Of course. You want to switch my angels? Or you want to go on a 14-game losing streak? You want, we're, we're two stars. I mean, I know it's Trout. He out. He got back, back pain. But, you know, I've been through it, man. So, listen, that's a team. The angels are a team. The owner will spend money, but sometimes he don't spend money in the right place. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a key. That's yeah. And then he'll stop. So it's all good, man. I get it. You know, the past is the past. They traded them. That's it. Now we got to go and stick to the goal. You know what I mean? Of course, we lost a weapon, I think. Um, but at the end of the day, we'll see what happens, man. But you got to ride to the wheels fall off, baby. You know what I yep. mean? Drink that 40 yep. up. <laughs> until it's a hey, man, until it's over. And 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 again, right. it shouldn't it shouldn't be just that. It's it's the fact that they're a good baseball team. Vincent, always a pleasure, dude. All right, man. Stay up. Go ahead right. up. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. It's funny on the flagship. Craig Council said to to the tune of, we have what we have here now. Does that sound familiar? Hmm. 
That sounds familiar to me. Who someone said that too? We this this team is what they are right now. Not going to clean out that clubhouse and bring in eighteen new players, and keep keep the seven you think are the best on the team. It's just they have what they have. Move on. Let's go. It's time. And if there's anyone that can do it, it's Craig Council. I mean, they're a good baseball team. We can debate how good, but the baseline is good. That's the foundation. That's where we start the conversation. They're a good baseball team. Are they World Series, Dodger, Yankee level on paper? Nope. Not at all. Not going to sit here and, and snow job you into thinking they are. But are they a good baseball team? Yep. Yeah, they are. Are they a great baseball team? Well, we're going to find out. We're going to find out in 53. In 53 games remaining. Uh, Justin, North Carolina bound Odyssey app. What's going on, Justin? Hey, Tim. That might be the first point ever in the history of my hearing Vincent call in that I agreed with. Full (laughs) support, 100 wholeheartedly. The fact that he said that if we lost these games and we still had Josh Hader, what would the Brewers Nation think? Tim, I just asked my that when he said that, a light bulb went off in my head because there's a lot of us who are upset at trading Hader that would have been like we should have traded him during the deadline when we could have got the most we could have got from him. Right? Right, right, right. That's the fickleness of Brewers fans. Now, Tim, we all reserve the right, and I think people that follow it as deeply as you and I do, as Sam does, as Sparky does, as Bart Winkler do, it's okay for us to get upset sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm the first one to admit, hey, I was pissed at the Bush deal. I'm glad he proved me wrong tonight, and he proved me wrong again. Continue to prove me wrong. I have no problem saying that I had Crow on my face tonight, and I yep. will enjoy to have Crow on my face as we win postseason games. So where am I at with this hope? Well, I, I'm kind of like Sam. I don't know if I can get quite back to World Series right now, but I think that is gaining. And some of that stuff that some of the previous callers mentioned on previous post-game shows as far as this bullpen being really nasty, we're starting to see ebbs and flows of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Colton Wong is looking like the veteran that he is, the previous all-star that he is, and a great second baseman with the bat. His, and it's funny how his bat wakes up when he starts taking a different approach, and his glove is right there now, too. Adamus, phenomenal play. And I just really, you know, we we give Craig a lot of crap when he makes these bonehead substitutions that we feel in our eyes. And, you know, you sub out to Les and you hit with uh, Pedro Severino, whatever mm-hmm. his name was, yep. or whatever. But we got to give Craig some credit tonight with this bullpen utilization because that was great. And that won us the ball game. It was different, and I wonder if uh, there were a different portion of the lineup, whether Rodgers would have seen the field or possibly Williams. I just wonder if the matchups looked good late just to go with Box and Bush to, to close it out. I think you're going to see Matt Bush, guys. Uh, Justin, thanks for the call, dude. I, I think Matt Bush is a far better baseball player than anybody thinks right now. He's had, the numbers bear it out. And again, there's, there's not a short sample size. This isn't last 10 column. This isn't the month of August. This is all season long. Dude's putting up really good numbers. He's having an exceptional year. He is. And we, we see a little bit of, of, a, of a, you know, kind of a bulldog out there tonight. I think the bullpen is far better than people think right now, despite losing Hater. Four one four six seven seven twelve fifty. Andrew, you're next here on the fan. What's going on, Andrew? Hey there, Tim. Uh, I didn't really get to watch much of the game tonight, but you know, it's great to see that they finally won a game. You know, they're a game and a half back of the Cards. They're, the Cards are down sixteen to five right now. I mean. If you look at the numbers, the Brewers should be better, a better team, right? I was at the, I was actually at that game uh, in Boston. It was like twenty-eight to five, right after the All Star break. Oh, nice! Wow. And it was it was it was very memorable. But I will say, uh, the Brewers were really doing well. They were, and uh, you know, I think trading Hater, uh, it just 
killed the momentum. I really do think it did. And, I, I mean, you, you, you can't go back now, but I think they could have gotten more. I think that's on the owners, though. You know, they say they want a World Series. <clears throat> I just think they want to get to the playoffs every year. I, I really do think that's the goal. They traded for future talent. They didn't get one bat. They didn't need pitching. They needed bats. Or really, they didn't really need to do anything. They were cooking. And now, you know, I think they, I think they're going to do well. I really do. I believe in them still. Matt Bush went one inning, uh, 11 mm-hmm. hits or 11 pitches to close it out. You know, Brad Boxberger, eight pitches in an inning. And I think what's very positive is that all of their runs tonight, not one home run. Five runs, no home runs. That is a big thing for the Brewers. Maybe and a lot that, of traffic. Yeah, a lot of base runners. A lot of traffic, yep. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited about the team. I think if they uh, strap together a couple wins here, you know, you have two, one more against the, the Tampa, but then you go play, what, L.A. or St. Louis or then L.A. Yep. Uh, that's yep, going to be yep. tough. But this, this, I think uh, this weekend will be interesting. I think uh, if they win tomorrow and then – go into St. Louis with, uh, you know, a two-game winning streak on them, I, I think that'll be really positive. Yeah. So, All right, big, Andrew. Big Andrew, th- yeah, thanks for the call. I'm going to agree with you on that it switched momentum up, the trade. It did. And it, it and it's going to take a little time to recover that momentum. It always does. I mean, it just it, it ebbs and flows. You, you're going to have momentum. I believe in momentum in baseball. I do. I think it's alive and well. I think it always has been. Some people tried to downplay it, but we're seeing more and more these days, maybe the last five years, seven years, that uh, industry, you know, uh, players, coaches, managers, analysts are all starting to acknowledge that, yeah, there is something alive and well with regards to momentum in baseball. And you're right, Andrew, they did stop the momentum that they were on. So you got to recover that now. And this this is a good way to do it. I can't wait to hear from Craig Council tonight. Because this was a good, clean, crisp game of baseball tonight for this team. This wasn't just a feel-good 7-1 to win over the Reds and, yeah, you hit a couple of two- or three-run home runs. This was a good quality baseball game. Now, you didn't have Bernie sliding down the slide all night or anything like that. I, I get all that. But in terms of what they, where they want to be and where they want to go, you have to play more games just like this tonight, just like this. You, and you're going to lose some of these games where you play good, clean, crisp baseball. But this one, they were on the winning edge of. Notebook Mike, always a pleasure to have Mike on the air. What's going on? Oh, my head is just spinning here. It's so much tough to say. I'll try and be uh, quick. Uh is it Matt Wise or not Matt, Matt Wise, Wise Bush? Yes. Matt Bush? <laughs> Matt Bush, yeah. And it just shows you, Stearns, hater gone, plug him in, plug this guy in. He looked great. We got a great bullpen. We got, I'm not going to say great, I'll say good. We got a great starting pitching, if mm-hmm. we can get Peralta back. And... With no, with no Aaron Rodgers in preseason, I was looking at the, my little schedule. Seven game home games coming up this month. I don't figure how a one game is that a makeup game against San Francisco. Yeah, that gave me a is, laugh. I think that's is that a double header, Sam? I, I I don't know. I just yeah. In September, I think they have a double header against the yeah, Giants. Yeah, they play Colorado and they come home. Well, remember they had that one game against the one Giants game, early in the right. season. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, if you look at your schedule, the whole bottom half of September, you know these people when it gets cool out, the tailgating. They're going to sell out every game, especially if the chance is to move up. Yeah, yep. Am I right? I still think there's some excitement coming, Mike. I'm with you, man. I, well, I really I'm not am. I'm up on this month, but they got everything going their way. All they got to do is capitalize. Let's and play if good baseball. Yelich with a bases loaded to drive in two, that goes a long way. 
All right, guys, you be safe. All right, Mike. Take take Talk it easy. You See you. Yep, you got it. All right, six seven seven twelve fifty. Charlie, you're next here on the nope. fan. What's going on, Charlie? Did no Mike just bring up Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> yes, he did. I just wanted to be clear there. Um, I'm calling uh, to talk about Matt Bush versus Devin Williams. Don't you think Devin Williams like needed this save? Do you think he he should be in the game? Um, yeah, I thought about that, and I, I just wonder. I, I, we can't. Well, we we're going to. We can't ever know what Craig Council's thinking, but we're going to speculate on what what he might be thinking. I, you know, it's got to be Williams as the closer, don't you think? I don't think he's considering leaving everything the same, meaning Milner and God and Box and, and these guys, leave them all the same and and then just replace Hayter with, um, with Matt Bush in the ninth inning just as a closer, your typical closer. I, I would doubt that. And then you spike in Taylor Rogers wherever. I, I would doubt that, but... I mean, stranger things have happened. Is it in an arbitration decision? You know what I mean? Like, uh, do they not want to pay Devin Williams closer money? So I don't they're... know. I don't know what's in his contract um, in terms of any sort of incentives. I, you know, that's a good question. Uh, games um, saves are not involved in contracts. It's games finished, is what they call it. And that's the language in, in baseball contracts. For whatever reason, they, they put these phrases instead of statistical information, which we all know what it is. It's games finished. It saves. So, so they write these in. I don't think – I have not heard that that's in any sort of Williams contract. But what would you do? Would you have just Williams as a closer and then just work backwards from there? I mean, yeah. I mean, if it were me, I would have put Williams in, especially considering the circumstances like – uh, you know his his mood after the the hater trade. Yep. Uh, no, I I feel like he needs to get in there and and pitch some uh, pitch a good inning. Yeah, I, mean, I I agree. Oh, I totally agree with you. And and maybe that's the case where it's just like, hey, if we can we can limit him a little bit. Uh, consider tomorrow's game here, for example. I mean, you you're on the outside of the playoffs looking in, so all these games are important. Brandon Woodruff, who's been pitching outstanding. I just wonder, here, watch the decision-making with Craig Council tomorrow. Just a heads up on this. How quick of a hook does he have Brandon Woodruff? Is it, if he's into some massive trouble, he's given up three runs and it's two outs in the fifth inning, does he go get him? Or does he act like it's April or May and say, hey, He's, he's a vet. Let him go work himself out. Because you do have an off day on Thursday. You got away without using Williams or Rogers today. Your bullpen is fresh. Limited pitch counts for both Box and Bush. Your bullpen is in great shape along with your starter tomorrow. That's something to keep an eye on for tomorrow. But with regards to Williams, Charlie, I, I'm, I'm all there. I just think you need a feel-good performance out of Devin right now. Hopefully we'll get one tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I would suspect it. I, I would bet. I would bet on it that if it's a safe situation, it's going to be Devin tomorrow. All right, cool, Tim. Thanks. All right, see you later. Four one four six seven seven twelve fifty. It's a good question. I expected Williams out there today. Off day yesterday. Pitched on Sunday. I mean, but that's you know you got an off day in the middle there. Huh. Pretty interesting, but we're going to find out. That game tomorrow is quite fascinating to me as well, as as far as everything I've just stated. Have a quick hook tomorrow. Please, Craig Council. If Woody's in trouble, stay in the game because you've got all these guys ready to go tomorrow. I think that is quite fascinating to me. I can't wait for tomorrow's game. Uh, we still can button up a few things tonight, and that is we'll get to that caller montage in just a little while. We will take a break here. We'll get to Craig Council on the other side, but those of you that called in in the first week of the championship season here in 22, uh, we taped a lot of you guys and threw it together on a uh, prediction montage. <laughs> quite 
interesting when you go back and take a listen to these things. We'll do that next. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show. Brewers win 5-3. Got a shot at the sweep tomorrow with a win over the Rays. We'll be right back. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 1250 AM, The Fan. 5-3 final as the Brewers uh, take game one of this uh, abbreviated two-game set against the Tampa Rays and uh, a nice win. I would say it's more than a feel-good win uh, because of just a, a, a good, clean, good game of baseball tonight from the Brewers' side. I mean, the bullpen, what they pitch, uh, four innings of one-run ball. And we'll take that We'll take that every night. I do want to mention, uh, before we get to Craig Council, though, guys, that um, you know, because we cover everything Brewers, the broadcast side of things here tonight, uh, Lane Grindle on the radio side, Lane Grindle and Bob Euchre's chemistry, I got to say, is getting just really good. And and I noticed it tonight. They were having plenty of conversations throughout the game. And, you know, with levering over on the TV side, uh, Lane, is, Lane is, is, has stepped up over the years, man. He's a really fine broadcaster. He is. And Uke's Uke. I mean, man, <laughs> it's like I've said for years here, I miss him and he's not even gone yet. I'm, I'm enjoying uh, every game that I can get. Hearing Bob Euchre on the radio and, and Levering, you guys know what I think about Levering on the on the TV side or radio side. I, I just uh, he's he's one of the better young broadcasters in the nation uh, with regards to uh, uh, baseball. That's for sure. Okay, five three final uh, counts as some news on on the bullpen management here to get going. And you know we wondered, well I did at least, uh, where's Taylor Rogers in all this, and then Matt Bush in in the ninth inning. Where was Rogers and Williams in a game like this? I expected probably to see both of those as the game moved along, but uh, Craig Council has some details on that. Yeah, I mean Devin was um, just didn't we didn't feel like he recovered well enough to be he'd pitched four out of five, or I guess it was four out of six days um, coming into tonight, so we. Wanted him, wanted to give him uh, uh, another day to fully recover. Um, yeah. Instead of Rogers, yeah. yeah t- Taylor, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Taylor, Taylor got a cortisone injection on uh, Sunday in his in his knee, um, and uh, so we just wanted wanted to give him another day. He's trending in a good direction. Um, felt pretty good today, but not not quite there yet. So hope. Optimistic he'll be available tomorrow. When did that pop up? Uh, it's just something that's been bugging him really, really the whole year. Um, and with the off day, we just thought it was the time to take care of it. And that's a guy, Matt Bush, the way he pitched tonight. That's kind of what you were hoping for when you traded for him, right? Just the overpowering guy. And- yeah, I mean, it was it was a great inning. Is you know, just that's as good as inning as we've seen this year. Um, just electric stuff, um, really, really good stuff. Hey, as since that game, um, you know, you talk about kind of all phases clicking. The guys have said it's that's been one of the problems in the last week. Tonight was one where it was pitching defense to hitting. Yeah, we. I mean, we got some big plays tonight. I thought, um, you know, I, just McCutcheon's at bat. I thought against the against the Thompson was was really good at bat. Um, you know, tough, tough sinker ball around the mound, side armor, and um, he, he fouled off some pitches and then got a pitch to hit. Um, and then obviously Colton followed it up with a with a big big hit. Um, Willie's play um, in the seventh was a huge play um, to to stop stop kind of a they obviously got a run but stop a rally from from going any further. So that was a really big play as well. Um, and then in general, we just we just we pitched really well tonight. Peralta, I mean, to get up the homer and the near homer, but other than that, he seems... Oh, I, I forgot Tyrone's play. Thank you. Um, other than that, other than those two swings, it seemed he was really locked. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I thought I thought Freddie threw the ball well. Um, got a little tired, um, but um, 
gave us gave us five good innings and, and and put us in a good position to win. Tyrone's play was kind of shades of Lorenzo, wasn't it? I mean, he got up there and got that one. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was. I I didn't. His reaction, I didn't really think he caught it. Um, but uh, Tyrone kind of downplays a lot. He kind of <laughs> takes a, takes smile. a chill, you know. <laughs> With um, with Freddie, you mentioned he got a little fatigued, but for him to like do the five up downs, yeah. get through five, is that still considered a step? Yeah, I, I think so. And, and and the other thing is just just very efficient with his pitches, which means he was in the strike zone a lot. Um, um, you know, some pop pop ups, which is kind of what we see from Freddie. So, um, all in all, a, a very good step forward. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. It's time to dive inside the box score for today's game on 12:50 a.m. The Fan. All right, let's take a look at some of the numbers here, and uh, I did notice also, and you guys have noticed too, that the pitchers are very interested in catching pop-ups. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> I mean, uh, pick a different way to have some fun on the field. You know, grab a new something in the in the dugout, a new prop or something to go along with that bell. But I don't think you should be playing around with catching pop-ups if you're a Brewers pitcher right now. That's the last thing this team needed uh, or would need if uh, if there were to happen to be an injury. But let's check out the numbers in a Brewers. Nice victory tonight. Christian Yelich. He went 0 for 2. However, two walks and a run scored. Willie Adamas goes 2 for 3 with a walk and a run scored. Rowdy Telez 0 for 3 with a walk and a run scored. Andrew McCutcheon, 2 for 4, two RBIs and a run scored. Colton Wong, I should say Hunter Renfro, went 0 for 4. Tough night, three strikeouts for the Brewers' right fielder. Colton Wong, a nice uh, nice game. Uh, one for four, two big RBIs, a big two out, two strike, two run, two bagger. And that really was, was the swing of the game, really offensively for the crew in that fifth inning. Luis Urias, one for three with a run scored. Victor Caratini goes 0 for three. Tyrone Taylor, one for four with a run knocked in. Pitching lines, you just heard Craig Council talk about Peralta. He goes uh, five innings, allows two runs earned on a couple of hits, no walks, and four strikeouts. 65 pitches in the performance tonight. And his ERA sits at 437. Trevor got one inning, no hits, no runs, a walk, and uh, no strikeouts. Hobie Milner, he gave up an earned run on a couple of hits, no walks, and a strikeout. The defense sort of bailed him out in that seventh inning. It was a beautiful play, Renfro to Adamas to Urias to cut down Siri, and that was that was really a big defensive play in this game. I mean, they don't make that play. There's a run in, there's only one out, a runner on third, and maybe the floodgates open just a little bit further. But uh, that's how defense can can really help out, uh, you know, pushing down a rally. Boxberger tonight, one inning clean, and uh, Matt Bush the ninth inning. One inning, no runs, no hits, no walks, and a pair of strikeouts for the save. Brewers get five runs on seven hits, no errors. The Rays three runs on just four hits with one error. The win goes to Freddie Peralta. He is now 4-2. and two. The loss to Yarborough. 0-7? Okay. Uh, save number two for Matt Bush. 30,000-plus at American Family Field. As the Brewers now 59-50 and 50 here through 109 games of the 22 championship season. We'll hear from Andrew McCutcheon after the break. We'll get to uh, those phone calls that you made on predictions just to give you a little uh, update on those and a reminder of uh, the excitement or lack thereof in the first week of this season. That's all coming up next. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show after a Brewers 5-3 win. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. Time to head into the clubhouse and hear from the pros. Uh, we just have to continue just to stay within ourselves, try not to do too much. Uh, when we do that, good things happen like tonight. So uh, we, uh, we're able to showcase that uh, throughout this game. 
You took advantage of your opportunities. You drove in two runs. What's the challenge facing that Rays pitching staff when you know you're going to see a lot of arms coming out of that bullpen? Uh, it's being ready to hit. Uh, when you get your hit, when you get your pitch, you just hit it. I was able to do that a couple times today. Uh, they got they got a good good bullpen. Um, they've been doing that for years now, so uh, you just got to take what they give you. It was a tough start to the homestand, but after the off day yesterday, good to just regroup and, and put together a good game all the way around today, Coach. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you just got to flush it. Flush it down the toilet, get ready for the next one, wash it off. So uh, we're able to have an off day, get ready for this next one. We know these games are important, so uh, it's good we're able to get a win tonight. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. It's time for the Are You Kidding Me? moment of the game on 1250 AM The Fan. Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. Let's uh, let's take a walk down memory lane here to see where where our uh, well our hope level was earlier in the season. So if you were one that uh, called in in the first week of the season, I was asking a lot about you know, what's your prediction? How many wins? How far do they go? Just you know, open open forum to make a prediction throughout the uh, for the twenty twenty two season, but. Uh, just sit back and listen to this. Some exciting, some a little bit down, but check it out. Where are the really, Brewers going to be at the end of the year? They should be in the World Series at the end, and they should have the record for the Brewers as far as wins in the season. I'm going to go a little bit higher than the guys. I know I'm an internal optimist. I'm going to go 98 uh, wins, and I think they're going to lose the, uh, the NLCS. That's my theory. Well, ninety-three and sixty-nine, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that we aren't gonna have any pitchers, any any Cy Young uh, winning anything like that. I don't see us getting any of those awards this year. I don't. I think it's we're just gonna go ninety-three sixty-nine, win the division, get that NLCS, and and I think too I, I like to see us have another chance at at the, at the NLCS against the Dodgers, and who knows what happens from there. But I like our pitching. I just don't know that we're gonna have the years we had last year. 90-plus wins, win the division. Um, we're back in the NLCS. I'm hoping for a rematch against the Dodgers. I think it will be. And if we, if we get to that point, to me, successful season, and we'll see what happens. I, I want a rematch of 2018. I, I think we can take them down. As far as I'm concerned, I think their hitting is actually going to be better. I think Yelich and Hero, you know, a little regression of the mean in the, the positive way, I think they're going to be a little better. But the starting pitching to me, you know, all, all preseason I heard about, oh, it's the best staff in baseball, and, and, and they didn't look like that in spring training, and, and they don't have the track record. It's not like we're throwing Scherzer and Kershaw out there. These are, these are young guys, and so there may be a little bit of a step back. So um, maybe I'm a little more pessimistic, but I, I see this team around 85 or so wins and competing for the division title. This team has a lot of upswing. People should be excited because they're going to be damn good. Chris, how do you think they'll do this year? Uh, 83 and 79. <laughs> wow. Give me a quick prediction on how they're going to do this year. Go. Uh, 91 and 71. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little bit. I'll give you two scenarios. I'd say right now what I feel like is they're at that 88-89 win uh, mark, and at this point, I would I would say that they're going to be a wild card with with the projection of outside of the Brewers. This is what I I fear is that the Cardinals are kind of on their last rodeo, the goodbye tour with their three big guys, and and I feel like if they're there, or they're close to there, their front office is going to go all in. They're going to say this is the last time with Wayno. Um, with Yachty and, of course, with Pujols. And so let's just go all in. And I feel like they're going to be aggressive um, down the stretch. And I wonder if uh, Stearns and Atanasio will be. I hope they will be. My, I feel like the ceiling is, you know, with another piece or two or if, uh, you know, if everything falls into place, I like 100 or 101 wins. But right now I see us, if everything stays even and then projecting forward for sure that the Cardinals are going to add a few pieces and be motivated, I kind of think that we're going to be wild card 88-89 wins, how I see it. Well, I'm a pessimist when it comes to the Brewers. You know, I went through all these years of having hitting and no pitching, and then we had the dream year pitching last year, and all we needed was a little decent hitting. 
And so I think it'll be like a repeat of last year where we'll have our ups and downs and we'll squeak out all these games. I mean, we almost we rarely have like a game where we like have 10 runs and the other team has one. And then yeah, and we'll get in the, we'll probably win the division, but yeah, now I'm a little nervous when they were that guy's comments about the Cardinals. But but I don't think we're not going to be a World Series winner. We'll, we'll maybe if we're lucky we'll get to the uh you know the the championship the divisional division thing. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. Time to turn the page and take a look at the crew's next game. Well, there you go. I mean, a couple of callers there. A couple of you guys hit it. Uh, uh, really, the trajectory is headed in, in, in the direction of what you predicted. That's pretty interesting. Uh, we've got some more of those, and uh, as the season uh, closes out here, we'll get more of those uh, onto the radio. But uh, five-three final, they take game one of this two-game set. Now, now think about this: you can get to ten games over five hundred at sixty and fifty. Nice round numbers. You can sweep the Tampa Rays again. That's cool. You can head into the off, potentially, depending on what happens with St. Louis tomorrow, you could get back into first place tomorrow with a win. All of these things, victory tomorrow. Then an off day on Thursday, and then it's tied in the central heading into a three-game set in St. Lou. That sounds fun to me. It does. I can't wait for that. But first things first, 110 first pitch tomorrow after the last pitch, make the switch here. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show. And uh, uh, like I said before earlier in the show, keep a close eye on how far Woodruff is, is going to be allowed to go. This isn't a, uh, this isn't a, a, a situation where you, you have a, a lot of luxury here. You've got to play these games a little bit tighter these days. And especially with the, with the bullpen situation here, I think you've got a rested bullpen. Although uh, the, the, News on on Taylor Rogers is, is not sounding all that great now, is it, Sam? It really isn't. Should we read some of the quotes from Adam McAlvey and Todd Rosiak? Uh, you're going to want to tune into Bart Winkler yeah. after this sort of these sorts of comments from a guy they acquired in the Hater deal. But uh, I'm I'm not trying to you know rustle things up a little bit. But uh, you know we we got to report the news on on Rogers in a uh, cortisone shot. According to Todd Rosiak, Taylor Rogers indicated the knee has been bugging him for the last few months in San Diego. And he didn't want to make it seem like it was an issue to make people think he was blaming it for his recent struggles. He termed it, quote, more wow. like tendinitis, end quote, and he'll be available again tomorrow. But Adam McCalvey followed up on that. Taylor Rogers also said, quote, but yeah, it was kind of bugging me for a while. Treatment wasn't taking. So we're going to try this step, the cortisone shot, and see if it helps, end quote. Well, just to take inventory, two prospects, a guy you DFA'd and Taylor Rogers, who is uh, scuffling here with a little bit of a knee injury. Hmm. Just puts the mind to thought again. I'm going to, I'm going to stay and reserve my high hopes for the 22 championship season. Have a conversation with Bart Winkler about Brewers baseball. Speaking of which, Adam McCalvey, uh, on with Bart tomorrow morning at 8.30. So check that out as well. In game two, let's check the matchups as Woody on on the bump for the crew. That's right. Brandon Woodruff for your Milwaukee Brewers in game two. Nine and three record this season. 3.49 ERA. Hopefully Tim against him on the other side. Hopefully runs aren't at a premium for the Brewers offense tomorrow as they will be going up against a left-handed pitcher. Jeffrey Springs for the Tampa Bay Rays. 4-3 record this season and a 2.50 ERA. For Jeffrey Springs, he's pretty good. Yeah, and uh, and and I will say this: if you can get a couple of runs on the board early, get Woody into cruise control. Uh, he's been pitching outstanding, one of the better pitchers uh, in in all of baseball uh, since he came off the IL. So, uh, looking forward to tomorrow's game. And again, I wouldn't say a lot on the line, but a good chunk is on the line. As I said, the off day and getting back to 10 over, potentially into first place, et cetera, et cetera. All these games are, are magnified at this point. Uh, we're, I, I believe in the dog days of summer now. I believe we're in a pennant, officially in a pennant race right now. So can't wait for Brewers baseball tomorrow. And after the last pitch, you make the switch right here, and we'll talk about it. 
That's going to do it for us, for Sam Schmitz. My name is Tim Allen. Again, the final tonight, 5-3. And uh, reason to smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.